Is Lutheran and Catholic reconciliation fulfilling prophecy here in this 500th year of the Reformation? We'll see. Hello, welcome to Tomorrow's World. Uh, my name is Wallace Smith, and I'm glad you're here for our webcast. I have an article here from the uh, German magazine uh, Duschwelle, and it's, uh, it's in English, thankfully, so that I can read it. The title is Greeting the Pope with the Lutheran Spirit. Uh, the subtitle says, As Reformation Year Begins, the leadership of Germany's Protestant Church makes a visit to the Vatican. Expectations for the meeting with Pope Francis are high. Uh, let me just read selections. At the very beginning it says, A high-ranking Protestant delegation from Germany, the home of the Reformation, will visit the Vatican on Monday. After frequent ecumenical disillusionment over the past 20 years, many are astonished to see the meeting take place at all. It continues, The Protestants' visit is particularly significant as 2017 marks the 500th anniversary of the start of the Reformation. The chair of the Council of the Protestant Church in Germany, and they'll use the abbreviation EKD for that, uh, Heinrich Bedford Strom, expressed his hope, quote, that we can extend the spirit of mutual trust and mutual respect between the denominations and introduce it at the level of a universal church as well. Uh, he said that he also hoped, quote, we can consider what concrete steps we can take towards visible unity. Uh, just a few more selections. It says that, speaking of Pope Francis, it says, Now Francis sits on the chair of St. Peter, as it is called. He has met with Protestant priests on many of his trips, sometimes Baptists, sometimes Lutherans. Like his predecessor, he too visited the Protestant Lutheran Church in Rome, and he was the first pope to gift it with a chalice for the communion service. Uh, it continues, On Reformation Day in 2016, I think that was October 31st, Francis traveled to Lund, Sweden, at the invitation of the Lutheran World Federation and attended a service there as a prelude to the anniversary of the Reformation. Now, if you haven't read his comments at that time, they were fascinating. I'll get to that in just a moment. Let me just wrap up, though, with a few comments at the very end of the article. It's speaking about a possible visit to Germany by the Pope. Uh, the article continues, but perhaps this year we'll see an even bigger ecumenical gesture. In the current edition of the weekly German newspaper, Die Zeit, prominent Christians expressed their views on the EKD's visit to Rome. Uh, and they talk about how there's hopes that just maybe the Pope will come to Germany. Uh, this one particular uh, person, she's the German government's minister of state for culture. She says this, it would be a great joy and a great signal if this year of all years Pope Francis were to decide to visit Germany. Uh, there has been long speculation, the article concludes, about a papal visit to Germany. Denials have frequently been issued, only to be followed up with fresh hints from people who see the Pope on a regular basis. I am going to say just simply keep watching these 
things. Uh, this is the 500th year anniversary, if you will, of the Protestant Reformation. In fact, we're doing a special series in the Tomorrow's World magazine that you need to read. It begins right now with the March-April issue of the Tomorrow's World magazine. Uh, Dr. Roderick C. Meredith has done so much research for years, literally for decades, concerning the Protestant Reformation. And in the magazine, we are just pulling back the curtains to show you the plain truth of the Protestant Reformation, the truth behind the Reformation, the truth about the Reformation, which frankly, virtually no one really understands. It's going to be an eye-opening series of articles starting with this particular issue. If you've not subscribed to the Tomorrow's World magazine, go to tomorrowsworld.org and subscribe. You can get it in print. You can get it digitally. It's all free no matter how you want it, but you need to read this. This sounds like it's just some sort of a dusty news about ancient religions that somehow might be getting back together and trying to be more friendly. It is far from that. This relates directly to Bible prophecy concerning the end times. Uh, the Bible talks about a, a religion pictured as a woman riding astride a beast, and it's a powerful religion uh, that has influence all over the world. Uh, and as you read the details of prophecy, and you can actually see it in uh, our booklets. We have a booklet on the beast of Revelation. We have a booklet about the Antichrist. Uh, all again, all free. This religion is a corrupt version of Christianity. But what's fascinating, which so many people don't really pay attention to, is if you tie the prophecies in Revelation to the book of Isaiah, you find that this great religion has children religions, that she is a harlot and she has harlot daughters in the world that she claims she will not lose, that she claims she will have with her. Please subscribe to Tomorrow's World Magazine if you have not uh, and you really want to read this series and get our booklets. All I'm going to do here to wrap up is quote Mark chapter 13. In Mark chapter 13, verse 37, Jesus Christ says very simply, What I say to you, I say to all, watch. These things aren't dusty, crusty news items. This is prophecy that is moving forward. Will all these talks be the final reconciliation? I'm not saying that, but are they steps towards an end? They truly might be. It is worth our attention. Thanks for watching. Please check out everything we have available at tomorrowsworld.org.